Hello and uh, welcome just to a little short uh, podcast and video cast. Uh, in the past I've shared on um, video on YouTube and in articles on Faith Roots about depression. Uh, I've talked about my own uh, backstory, my own experience. I've talked about what the Bible says and how it is helpful to those experiencing depression. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about anxiety. You see, quite often those diagnosed with emotional health issues, mental illness, are diagnosed not just with depression, but are diagnosed with a combination um, mixed anxiety and depression disorder, uh, which has a slightly uh, unfortunate um, abbreviation. That's what I was diagnosed with when I was signed off with my, my GP. Quite often when we talk about mental health, we focus on depression, we focus on uh, the experience of low moods, of the darkness closing in and not lifting. Uh, but anxiety brings another dimension. And you may be watching uh, in this afternoon, listening in, and either you yourself or someone you know suffers with anxiety, either anxiety alongside depression or anxiety disorder all on its own. Now, when we talk about depression, we recognise that it is possible to have low moods, to uh, feel uh, that you're experiencing the blues. That's not necessarily the same as depression. There is a difference between uh, low moods and suffering from uh, mental illness that knocks you either with a, an acute sharp experience that takes you off your feet, that has you in floods of tears, that takes away all of your energy, or that long-term chronic experience of depression. And similarly, uh, anxiety is something that we can experience. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have uh, a mental health issue. Uh, we are all likely to be anxious, concerned, or worried about something at some point in our lives. Uh, mind says that anxiety is when we feel uh, what we feel. So mind says that anxiety is what we feel when we are worried, tense or afraid, uh, particularly about things that are about to happen or which we think could happen in the future. So just as a, a feeling of low mood does not mean that you have depression, uh, so we also want to distinguish feeling a bit tense or worrying or even ruminating about something from anxiety disorder. Uh, we can experience stress, but that is not necessarily the same thing. Uh, th that will also help us to think carefully about what we mean when we quote from Jesus, when Jesus says, do not worry, do not be anxious. Uh, Jesus is not saying do not suffer from an illness, uh, but rather he's talking about how we respond day to day about our worries and concerns. In effect, what he is saying is 
don't let your day-to-day -day worries and concerns, particularly uh, your material circumstances, rule your life. He is saying, don't be materialistic. But anxiety becomes a mental health issue if, and I'm quoting from Mind from their website again, your feelings of anxiety are very strong or last for a long time. Or your fears or worries are out of proportion to the situation. Or you find that you avoid situations that might cause you to feel anxious. Or your worries feel very distressing or are hard, dare us even seem impossible to control, or you regularly experience symptoms of anxiety, uh, which include panic disorder, uh, panic attacks or anxiety attacks as well. Or finally, that you find it hard to go about your everyday life or do things uh, you enjoy. Uh, so what we're dealing with here is a situation where your experience of anxiety is either so acute and severe or persistent and chronic and overwhelming that it substantially affects your ability to live your life. Now, uh, just as with depression, uh, we recognise that depression can be caused by specific circumstances. Uh, including often uh, things that have been done to you, how you've been treated, how people have behaved towards you, where you have been sinned against, uh, but also the responsibility that we take for our own lives so that uh, we might look and say our own responses to a situation were wrong, our own actions uh, were wrong, sinful, and either caused or exacerbated uh, the depression, so too with anxiety. Uh, we can look at our lives and we can uh, see that the anxiety that we are experiencing relates to specific causes and we can trace them back. Uh, at that point, what you might realise is that the anxiety is not necessarily direct, directly related to what you are experiencing right now, but may rather reflect a past experience. And so there is a connection between an anxiety disorder and an experience of what we might call post-traumatic distress disorder. Post-traumatic stress disorder uh, comes when somebody experiences trauma, uh, particularly associated uh, during the wars with people being placed in military action and seeing friends, colleagues, uh, even the enemy, even innocent people brutally killed. So it was referred to uh, during the First World War as, as shell shock. And that can have long lasting effects for no apparent reason. Scenes, events, even voices, the sound of somebody's voice, uh, images, what somebody looks like, uh, can trigger a subconscious response that creates that 
sense of stress and tension and anxiety. In fact, uh, people have studied and looked and said that the body itself seems to keep a record of its experiences. I want to suggest as well that there is probably therefore a connection uh, between the experience of anxiety and PTSD and the experience of depression. Uh, because uh, what you may well experience is an anxiety or a panic attack uh, and what will happen there is that you will experience that tension, that tightening in the chest, palpitations, difficulty in breathing. Um, it's the kind of flight or fight type response that your body believes it's in danger and so the adrenaline kicks in and you get that adrenaline rush and everything is pounding away you find that you're unable to even think straight your mind feels all clouded and fuzzy and you find that you think i'm, I'm not going to be able to get through this that may be coming with that feeling, that desire that, that, that the earth would just open up and swallow you. You may have experienced that kind of anxiety attack. And it might be that what you've tried to do is push through the anxiety attack and just do what you set out to do. To go into that room, to have the conversations, to uh, present the seminar that you're going to present to sit the exam to preach the sermon or it might be that everything just falls apart and you just feel I can't go on and you have to stop but you will have been through a huge physical emotional trauma a huge experience at that point the adrenaline will have rushed and then it will have gone and therefore the result often afterwards is just complete exhaustion and deflation. No surprise then that uh, the experience of depression can accompany anxiety as you are drained of energy, as you even have that feeling of upset, even of shame and embarrassment, of publicly embarrassing yourself to your way of thinking. And that exhaustion after an acute attack that leaves you just complete drained and just wanting to sleep all the time and so feeling low and unable to interact with others and I wanted just to talk about those things this afternoon just to try and do two things. First of all, if you've not experienced mental illness yourself, just to start to give you a flavour of what might be going on, not just in somebody's mind, but actually in their, uh, their physical body, the experience that they're having, uh, to help you understand a bit of what it's like, to show that this is not simply a case of snapping out of something. Uh, that it's not merely a case of they need to stop being anxious and stop uh, being worried. As I said, sometimes there are traceable sources for the cause of anxiety. Uh, but as with depression, not always. 
sometimes they seem to uh, come from nowhere for people and may reflect uh, some form of organic illness uh, that is causing it. Uh, so I wanted to just start to give you a bit of a flavour to help you understand so that you are ready to support and to look after friends and to be ready because um, if about one in four people experience some form of mental health illness each year then there is a, a good possibility that at some point you will experience either depression or anxiety disorder or mixed anxiety and depression disorder. But I also wanted to encourage those of you that suffer with anxiety and anxiety attacks and particularly if you have experienced the just buck up just snap out of it i just wanted to encourage you this afternoon that there are people who know that it isn't just a case of snapping out of it and that it is possible to say I am suffering an illness without prejudice, without judgment, and to seek and to get help. And that help will, I want to suggest, come from a mixture of sources. It will potentially include the possibility of getting counselling and therapy to both understand where there might be causes and triggers and to think about how to respond. You may find that medication is helpful. And I do believe that God's word not treated in a shallow or mystical or legalistic or magical kind of way, uh, but looked at carefully, uh, does have sort of challenge and encouragement and help as we seek Christ's healing of our emotions. So don't give up. Don't feel that you are on your own. And don't be afraid of being judged and shamed. Be encouraged. I'm up to do some more video talks around the question of depression, anxiety and mental health. So watch out for more. There'll probably be some uh, recordings, some audio recordings of the videos I did uh, back last year. And I also want to encourage you to uh, join uh, with us. Um, look at favourites and you'll see a link to an event next week, Wednesday the 5th of May, uh, when uh, we'll be launching uh, the new book, The Pastor with a Fawn in His Side. I do encourage you to find out a bit more about that and you might find that that book is helpful for you as well. Well, thank you for joining in and listening in today. Hope to see you soon.